hi guys welcome back to this installment welcome back to another video so today we'll be talking about why hasn't jesus come back yet so tonight and i will give you a clear review on why hasn't jesus come back yet so hope you enjoy this and let's go so why hasn't jesus returned what's taking so long jesus gave us a clear reason his reasons were more meaningful than elimination of pain and transformation of our bodies that we are so looking forward to experiencing at the end of time in his parable in Matthew 13 verse 30, his only parable addressing the problem of evil, Jesus said our world is like wheat, filled in, infiltrated with weed. When asked if he would touch the whole field and start over, the owner of the field in the parable said, let them both grow together until harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them into bundles to be burned, then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. This parable reveals why evil remains even though God has the power to end it all. And why is the wheat of such great value that God would allow even evil and pain to continue in order to let it grow? The wheat is you, your life, your future, your awakening and transformation. So back to my question, why hasn't Jesus returned? Because God wants you to grow in maturity. None of them, that maturity would have been possible if Jesus had returned for the Miller rites in 1844. To return is to walk back onto the stage as actors do after a play. It's to declare an end to the show. It means the end of this world as we know it and the beginning of a new era. An era in which those who have been drawn into Christ are transformed from mere mortals into eternal souls. Christians have longed and prayed for the end of time since the Pentecost, yet God's grace is evident in his delay because God has waited for you and I to have the opportunity to become eternal personalities fulfilling God's kingdom future. The key element to the parable of the wheat and the weeds is the growth of the wheat. The New Testament calls this sanctification, which is simply the process of becoming more like God. Though this process and through this process our bodies and our minds are saved from their self-defeating tendencies to embrace rage, greed and death. So during this in-between period, Peter instructed what kind of people ought you to be. You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of, of God and the speed of its coming. That's 2 Peter 3 verse 11 to 12. So God will know when the number of God's children will fill his father's house to capacity. And we are part of that work now by so winning and bringing people to Christ. When we choose to make Christ the king of all we are, we are experiencing now that and forever a united people through the spirit of God. So the Bible says in 2 Peter 3 verse 8 that a day to God is 1,000 years. So it further says in verse 9 that the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some may say he's slow but his patience towards you is that you may not perish and by not perishing is to reach a point of repentance and repentance is total change so Peter explicitly affirms that the delay of the parousia is God's response to human behavior or the delay of the second coming it's our it's the response of how we behave towards the kingdom of God. God defers his final judgment in order to allow more people to come to repentance. Repentance is the only way that we would enter the kingdom of God. So he has to remain for you and I to enter the kingdom of God. Why hasn't Jesus come back yet? Well, 
before I tell you that, I want to tell you something very interesting. Did you guys know that the oldest man to live died before his father did? This this is Methuselah. His father was Enoch, who was raptured by God. He didn't die. The Bible says he walked with God. So basically, the life of Methuselah represents God's grace because if you read about him, he was alive for 969 years, which was the longest man to live. He lived in the days of Noah when the flood was about to come. So why do I say Methuselah represents God's grace? Because it symbolizes how God gives you so much time to repent before his wrath, which is going to happen to this earth then the people are asking why hasn't Jesus returned yet it's been thousands of years in the Bible the same year Methuselah died is when the flood came and the name Methuselah sounds weird if you think about it like who would name someone that because Methuselah are words put together and even if you search these words mean when he dies judgment so the life of Methuselah was a representation of God's grace so basically when our Methuselah dies our grace Jesus is coming back and the Bible says it shall be like the days of Noah it symbolizes what's going to happen and his father Enoch who was only the seventh after Adam was the first to prophesy the second coming i forgot the verse but he was like and i saw him coming in the sky with ten thousand angels and enoch was raptured by god which is what is going to happen to the followers of christ when he returns in the end you see how this uh, father and son relationship between enoch and methuselah all explains and comes together of what's going to happen and god's grace and everything it's very interesting and another simple answer to why Jesus hasn't come back yet is because of you and every day you wake up is giving you a chance chances don't last forever and it doesn't feel good to waste your chance does it you only realize you need that chance once it's gone every day you wake up Jesus is giving you a chance to repent and once those chances end then uh, which could end at any time and you didn't take them you're gonna regret for the rest of eternity and it's always funny every time I see a fake Christian post I can't wait for Jesus to come back bro he hasn't come back because of you and if you don't change before he comes then that will be the worst day of your life